You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Kia ora e te whanau, you're on 95 BFM Breakfast in the studio. We're talking about the Auckland Arts Festival, which is very excitingly finally returning after many a pandemic and uh, sort of wild world break over the last few years. And with the return of the Arts Festival is the return of international performances. And in the studio this morning, we've got the Associate Artistic Director, Eric Bushin of Reviser, uh, which is coming over from Canada. And I'm very excited to talk about this incredible dance performance. Welcome, Eric. It's nice to have you in the studio. Nice to be here. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Tell us a wee bit about what Reviser is as a work because it's quite it's quite grand as we were just chatting off air it's been five years you've been working on this and touring it tell us about this as a project hmm it's a big project like any project that we do at Kipivet there's always a lot of moving parts uh in this case we have again John Jonathan Young uh, our main writer so Crystal and John are creating this show have created this show called Reviser and um and it's a hybrid of dance and theater basically so there's a lot of theater in it a lot mm-hmm. of dance and it's it's really intertwined in a very beautiful way um maybe something that's important to say is that the 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 work is based on recorded voice so oh. the very starting point of the of this piece is a play from nikolai gogol a russian um, writer from the 19th century that was originally from ukraine and then Jonathan took, um, got inspired by this work called um, the Government Inspector or uh, Inspector General. It's also called Revisor in Russian. Anyway, so that was the starting point of, of what we're going to present here. It's mm. a play, a Russian play um, from Nikolai Gogol. And John basically wrote a script based on that play and then recorded the play, recorded wow. the script with, with, um, with actors. And then we took that, we got into the studio and then the dancers got to work with those vo- recorded voice and so on. So that's that was really the starting point. Yeah, that's such an interesting process to work in that way, particularly through the medium of dance as well. What what does it look like, I guess, taking from voice into dance? What's that process like? It's a <laughs> it's a it's a process that looks a little crazy. Um, I remember that um, at the beginning of the process, like so, the dancers, the performers were getting a script with their own their own parts to learn, and of course. The only way to um, the only way to embody this text was to learn every syllable wow. and to hear it. So you would look at them in the studio with their headphones, and they looked a little crazy. <laughs> um, it would look like everybody's a bit mad because it's also a play about corruption, yeah. about deceit, about uh, lies, about uh, change. So these topics are, of course, very timely and potent, but they also are extreme in the body. So Crystal, mm. Crystal really used that those recorded voice as a sort of uh, a way to animate the bodies of the dancers yeah um so that was very very intense yeah that sounds like quite uh i mean embodied is an obvious word to use when you're talking about dance because that's what you're doing you're embodying these emotions these storylines but that feels like a particularly embodied process to be sort of taking someone else's words which comes from a play which comes through this other process and then working it into some sort of physical movement uh that feels like a really interesting way to draw out the i guess the essential threads of what the story is you're trying to tell and how would you describe what that sort of essential narrative is about hmm. i guess uh as it is often the case with crystal's work uh, she likes to open many doors so there's there's a bit of humor in the show there's quite a bit of humor also um, but there are, there are big questions about how we can how we can change a, a corrupt system, uh, both at the global scale but at the personal scale as well. So um, it's a work where we get um, 
to serve many, many different um, aspects mm -hmm. and many different emotions. So some people might look at the show and have a great time just because it's it's well done, it's well crafted, it's funny. They're going to go for a crazy ride. Yeah, they're going to laugh a lot. And there's also like very uh, deep topic that are coming through. So many people are coming to see the show two, three times. And they, they keep telling us like, whoa, I've saw this and I saw that. It's way deeper than I thought or this is this is life transforming. So it's hard to talk about this show without um, pulling out all the different yeah. um, um, type of substance that are coming through the show. Often Crystal does that. Like she brings, she brings many, many different aspects of, of the performance. Um, in terms of physicality, it's yep. extremely powerful. Uh, the dancers are exhausted after this 90-minute uh, show. It's uh, it's very powerful for the audience, but very powerful for the dancers. Like uh, every show, I'm, I have like empathy for them yeah. because I'm I'm taking care of them. I'm the one rehearsing them in the yeah, studio. Yeah. So often I want to stop the show because it's so intense. Yeah, everyone lie down. <laughs> They're very courageous. They're very courageous performers. Yeah, yeah. and it, it does take courage to do a work like this. I think with a lot of um, particularly political art, you find you start somewhere and then the world moves on and things happen and then you realise your show is having a different conversation. I mean, even thinking about this being a, a Russian work from a, a, okay. a, a writer who came from the Ukraine. Yep. You started this in 2019. You know, we are a year into yep. a, a big global conflict now. Yep. How does it feel to be creating art and seeing that kind of lens reflecting what's going on in, mm. the, in the contemporary political space? Well, it's funny. When we created this show, everybody was talking about Donald Trump after looking at the show. Mm. Thought, oh, this is a work about Donald Trump. And then uh, now everybody's like, oh, the show about Putin and mm -hmm. the conflict in Ukraine. And uh, and of course, that's not the case. I mean, it's these, it feels in a way good that people are making these references because the it feels like it does resonate mm -hmm. for the viewers. Uh, that means also that Crystal and John are tapping into universal questions. Yes. And, you know, so that's, it feels like, okay, we're doing a great job. We're tapping in something that is real without even like, taking it as a starting point like this is the starting point was the play from Gogol yeah it was written more than 100 years ago or <laughs> a bit less than 100 years ago 1836 so um so it feels it feels like potent it feels powerful it feels like we're doing I don't know if it's the right word but like we feel like we're tapping in the right zone mm. so we yeah. were supposed to perform this work in Russia Oof. um in 2020 just before the pandemic we're on tour and we got stopped like you know most of us march 13 we had to stop the tour but a few weeks later we were supposed to go to russia in uh, in two cities to present the work we're so excited about it of yeah. course now it won't happen but it would have been uh, yeah it's a big big disappointment of course yeah well it's not disappointing to have you here it's the absolute opposite uh, we're talking about reviser which is a dance theater work that is coming very soon tomorrow in fact to tamaki makoto uh and how how big is the cast that you're working with on we have this? eight performers on stage wow yeah yeah that feels like a marathon for them <laughs> but <laughs> a very exciting a one yep. i'm really intrigued by it being a, a comedic work and a powerful work i think those things often you know go hand in hand talk about clowning being something that's a really useful tool for really getting into the weeds of this difficult political stuff but it also looks like something that feels very moving and um, perhaps will leave quite the impression with with viewers would you say that's the case it's the case totally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and we're very curious we got we're gonna have a thing a post show chat on the 10th March 10th 
So we're hoping that people will also uh, share their thoughts after after seeing the show. Oh, that's very exciting. It's a good time to say this as well because this is the end of the of the run for you guys. This, this is the is... final tour. This is it. Wow. We're doing a, a tour in uh, New Zealand, in Australia. We're going to go to Europe. We're going to go to Singapore, Taipei, and we're going to fish in Japan end of May. And that's it. Then we put the show in a box <laughs> and we let it go. And we're going to start something new, which is also exciting. But also, personally, mm. I'm a bit sad about the fact that this is the final tour because I love the yeah. show so much. It's such a good one. And um, we just want to share it more. Totally. We, sh we should have two, three companies, two, three kit pivot companies. Yeah. And then give all the dancers a break. And yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we're talking to Eric from Kid Pivot Companies. Revisor is the name of this show. It starts tomorrow night. It is on the 9th, the 10th, and the 11th at the Auckland Arts Festival. Uh, and as you said, on the 10th, there's also going to be a post-show conversation. So that's a really good one to go along to as well. Uh, AAF.co.nz is the place to go and get tickets. Eric, thank you so much for coming in this morning and chatting with us. My pleasure. Thank you. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.